1: It is 11 o'clock, everybody. We made it to a Saturday morning, partly cloudy in 65. It's beautiful outside, and 62 tomorrow. And somebody kept saying, who are the voices? The breath, the hitman heart, of course, and, of course, my idol, Rick Flair, and a promo coming in. It's morning, everyone, 710 US Denver's talk station. It is a Saturday, the 15th of October, last Saturday night, after years and years and years. Uh, this man is responsible for it, and I could never thank him enough. His name is Albie Siegel. He runs the uh, the Denver, uh, I should say, I almost said Colorado, the Denver Press Club. They've remodeled it, revamped it. It looks beautiful. They did their induction dinner for the first time in three years because of the pandemic. And Albie, I got to tell you, man, I'm, I, I thank you so many times. But And then you put together, we captured a bunch of the old clips and pictures you made a permanent and one of the one of the questions I want to ask you is how can people see it? You made a, a permanent display of the life of Alan Berg. Brother man, good morning. Thanks for doing this and welcome back.
2: Good morning, Peter. Thank you.
1: No, 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 man. Um that night was really, really special. And you know, I'll tell you who did a great job was was Kevin Vaughn. Yes. And
2: yes, Kevin's a great reporter. Turns out he's a great interviewer as well.
1: Yeah. I thought, you know, we're always looking yeah, so for time. A, yeah.
2: Yeah, he was able to you know, interview you and Kevin Flynn, who was the reporter for the Rocky Mountain News at the time of, of Alan's death, and uh, and Susan Ryman, who was Alan's producer, and all of you, I have to say all of you, um, really shed light on on his legacy, which was what we really wanted to do, is is just show what an amazing legacy this one man had not just in talk radio, but in
1: our community. No, I mean it's like we said the the legend now rides on, but it's been so many years of trying to get somebody to do that, and I I'll, I'll never be able to thank you properly. I just, but what you did was, you know, and, and 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 all the other people too, Kathy Walsh. I mean, there were some really cool players there that night, and they all went in. Oh, and,
2: how about that? Yeah, how about that story by Sandra Dillard, who, when she was 13 years old, went to New York, went to Washington D.C. for the National Spelling Bee, and wasn't allowed to stay, uh, go into the movie theater to see a movie there, and she wandered black. around D.C. all night
1: because she's black. I was like, you could, yeah. tie, you could tie those Berg. You know, that was Berg's big, you know, injustice was, you know, if there ever was a serious part of him, that was part of it. And then she told that story, and I was sitting there, I thought. You know, that's just over our shoulder. I mean, that was yesterday afternoon when they, when she was not allowed to go to a movie theater in D.C. Because you right. know, you know the story. Woodrow Wilson, when he was president, segregated Washington D.C. It was it was an integrated city prior to to uh, Woodrow Wilson, and um, yeah, and so no, it was like, and some funny stuff too. I mean, some funny stories were were told, but just overall, I mean, Lee Larson was there, and it was just. It was, I, I could have not envisioned a better night. I mean, and what, and I, when I left and I drove past his house on the way home and just said, hey, you know, it's, it got done tonight. So anyhow, yeah. no, it was. Give yeah, give a nod, give a
2: nod. So, so anyone can come and see the display that, that we've, that we created uh, in honor of Alan Berg. It's at the Press Club hanging on the main floor. You know, we're open Tuesday through Friday from four o'clock till 10 p.m. and, and while we are a membership club, we're open to anyone who wants to come in and, and spend their money at the bar. We're, we're welcome to take <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. That was a, yeah, so a question. Sure. I have a question for you. Um, um, uh, you know, Alan was raised as a Jew, uh, and, uh, and he protected or sort of vo- always voiced his opinion for anti-hate against uh, Jews, and yet he was espoused, an espoused atheist. I'm trying to trying to make well, sense
1: of that. He was a cultural. That's why I've described him. He was a cultural Jew, um, and he he and his father he did he didn't get a, his father's name was Joe. His father was a dentist, and he and he was that you know that term self self deprecating, and and made Alan crazy, and um, he he was in fact when he was murdered, and this is a this is a, a credit to. Rabbi Foster, there were members of that community that did not want the burg, you know, funeral or whatever, a celebration of life, whatever you want to call it, in Temple Emmanuel because of his, he was an atheist. And Stephen Foster overrode them and his wife, and that was that famous, famous, infamous, we're in Rabbi's office, there's, there's Rabbi and his wife uh, Barry Fay, uh, myself, Alan Berg's brother-in-law Marty Sachs, who flew in from Chicago, and um, and we we sat and talked, and that's the you know that story where Alan always told me his mother was Irish, or his grandmother, his mother's Irish, you know. So until, until that moment, and uh, but he he was culturally, and so I I big deal I the uh, Israeli. Israelis have a embassy in, uh, as an embassy or maybe an annex in L.A. And this guy would travel. and He would come. Or he was a retired Israeli um, Army colonel. And he would come and do the radio show at KOA. And I really got along with him. He was a really good guy. And he offered me a trip to, uh, to, to Israel. Uh, and they'll do it for media guys. It's a very smart move. And so Alan got wind of that. And, I, I, and he said, I want to go. And I said, you know what? You go. And I gave the trip to Alan, and Alan went. Wow! And wow. And, and and it changed him. I mean, so we we've, we we've talked about this, Larson, and I've talked about it. When he came back from Israel, um, there was something that had, that happened, and this is not a guy, by the way. Who he was, he was at best agnostic, and uh, pr- probably not probably emphatically. um, he was an atheist, but I don't know if that trip because remember he was never bar mitzvah he got booted out of his bar mitzvah school out of his class he did i mean I mean it was, we have great just great stories about what he did but you know he you know he was the youngest guy to ever pass the bar exam i mean he was he was brilliant and um but when he'd gone to israel and he he came back from he was only back from Israel a month and a half maybe before he was assassinated so but that trip and it, and it and I know it changed him on some levels it um, emotionally or m- maybe spiritually I, I don't know but um, interesting yeah no that was yeah I been to
2: Israel yeah I've been to Israel a few times and I can understand how nos oh, yeah. uh, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's
1: haunting. no it's haunting the Middle mm-hmm. East is haunting yeah. Yeah, it's haunting to. yeah I was with, you know, we
2: have a uh, we have we have a quote on that display a quote of his the end of it says something like, uh, uh, "something like um, it's a, a good thing I was a lawyer because those skills might keep me from being killed." Oh yeah.
1: Now Kevin talked about. Oh that, haunting. But, yeah. Oh no. yeah. We haunting. were. That was the sixty minutes. Um, sixty minutes had come to Denver. It was more morally safer, and uh, and they, they and they were going to do this thing on talk radio, and they decided I would be somebody to talk to. And so they set up, I remember they set up these French television cameras. They were really cool cameras in the in the studio, in the KOA half a round table studio. And uh, Alan by that time, one of the mistakes that I think was made was they, Jim Hawthorne put Alan on at night mm-hmm. and made room for Andrea Van, Van Steedhouse. Who I, I never understood that. So Alan's at night, which allowed the, those animals up in Idaho to listen because it was 50,000 watts. Anyhow, so Berg comes in the studio and He's not gonna let this happen. He's not we're not gonna do sixty minutes without him. And so he 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 gets himself, you know, gets into conversation with Morley Safer, and it ends up that he becomes the dominant in the sixty minutes piece, and it ran after the Super Bowl. And I remember you know, like, wow. sort of having anticipation, what are they gonna say when they showed me for like a eleven seconds <laughs> and and he was he had that cigarette going and you know, and he was telling about um and then that's where that quote came from. I hope it doesn't get me killed. And um yeah. And we yeah. and they were planning it by then too, which is really interesting. Uh Kevin Kevin yeah, is Yeah, they so had good. a list. Oh. They, the 10 they had a list. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Yeah. yeah and um yeah. we all, we know who was on Unbelievable. it.
2: So. Well, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I think I think I'm talking to him. Yeah. Uh so we're just proud that we were able to you know i i I can't uh, can't,
1: like i said i'll never be able to say thanks enough i mean um you did what we could never get done and i know it was you you so don't say it was somebody else because it was you and and it was kevin and uh you know councilman flynn and i sat with his with his wife and you know, it, was, it, was, it really, I mean, you know, these guys are all going to come do the television show with us now, and the YouTube show, to see Jerry Bell uh-huh. and see Jerry happy. I mean, Jerry's just, and, and, and Carol McKinley and, and Kathy Walker, and these are people, they were all there when it happened, you know, kind of when they were there. I don't, I don't know if Carol was, but Kathy was. And, yeah. And those memories, yeah. they come flooding back and stories get told. So but I, I come I come to see you this week. I got to get that other thing done between us. And but, folks, they made a display, if that's the best word of um, and it's framed. It's these great bird pictures. And um, that final picture of he and Susan that you put in the middle. Yeah. I, who did the work, by the way, who framed that? Well, the framing
2: was done by a company called Frame de Art over on South Broadway. They just oh, sure, I know those guys. I,
1: I know those guys real well. Yeah. yeah,
2: Exceptional. In fact, they were so nice, Peter, that they took two hundred and fifty dollars off the sure. framing price in exchange in exchange for a membership at the press club. Those
1: guys. I mean, they have done stuff for me for years, and they're just uh, real significant. A lot of the cool stuff they ever framed in there, and I got something down there I got to pick up, but. I will see you this week, hell or high water and people the address you're on Glenarm Street. Do the right address and do the hours again that people can see that, that plaque.
2: It's thirteen thirty Glenarm Place, right across the street from the Denver Athletic Club. We're open Tuesday through Friday from four PM till ten PM. We're uh, I I like to refer to us as a speakeasy for smart people.
1: <laughs> it looks like a speak too. You're a friend. I uh, When this started, I was never sure how it was going to come and end because and, we've been through this thing so many times, and it could have not been better. be what you did, it can't be better. The best to you, my boy. I'll talk to you this week, and I'll do the pickup, and all's well in the world. Be uh, you be playing golf today?
2: Uh, not today, tomorrow. Okay. <laughs>
1: All right, was, All right. uh, you're the man. Thanks oh, Thanks a lot, brother, man. Thank you. All right, 303-696-1971. Uh, we've been in. We started out with Robert Spencer this morning about watching this great sadness take place in Iran, the insanity of going up against the Russians using if they were going to use nukes, but the, the the Iranians are steadfast on toppling this Islamic regime, and they're crying out for help. And Joe Biden's great. Well, we stand with the women of Iran. Well, then why are we doing this other craziness? And we're talking about, is there any hope for the Colorado Republican Party in November? And it's angered up many people. 303-696-1971. I mentioned this. Yesterday afternoon, I went out and met John Marriott at Larson Ski and Sport and Alan Samuel, his girlfriend, came to get skis and had the most pleasant evening. I learned more about, and again, I know nothing about skiing except put your boots on and go down the hill. But, so I watched this young man. His name's Taylor, I think, believe, I think his name is. Tyler Taylor. And I watched him do a boot fit. I learned more about ski boots yesterday than I ever knew in my life. And just all the new equipment and they're they're real deep in all kinds of equipment and you owe it to yourself to pay a visit Larson Ski and Sport located south of I seventy on Kipling. So whether you rent equipment or you want to own it, these are the guys, remember with kids always rent. Totally committed to making your ski and boarding experiences the very best this year. Larson's so convenient you can stop on the way up the hill. On the way home, I-70 at Kipling. So your westbound on I-70, get off on the Kipling exit, come down the ramp, make a left, come underneath I-70, come out the other side, see the Crab Shack, right next to the Crab Shack. Larson's are open now. They're open seven days a week. Paul and all the guys, John and the guys at Larson, absolutely experts at everything they do. Rentals owned by board skis, cross-countries, whatever you want. Alan got snowshoes. Stop in today. I'm telling them I sent you Larson Ski and Sport. Seven days a week, south of I-70 on Kipling. The web is Larson, L-A-R-S-O-N, sports.com, 303-423-0654, 303-423-0654. Is that a good call? Is that a good call to go? Okay. All right. We go to to Mark. Hey, Mark, you're on the radio show. Good morning. How's it going, Pete? Back and forth.
3: Hey, uh, I used to work back in the 70s with the house crazies, Durham, Tom Tancredo and Bill Dodge. That's so when they I were dubbed a long yeah, way.
1: They were, they were dubbed, uh, Sam Zachum yeah, was part crazy. of that. Zachum was part of it. And now, yeah, sure.
3: And I, and I met both times, uh, he ran for governor. I met with Tom, um, best guy you ever. know, to just kind of give him, yeah, great guy. Um, but here, here's some of the stuff that bugs me as somebody that used to be in that, in that, you know, the winning we used to win uh, races back in the '70s and the '80s all the time. Why hasn't Heidi Canol asked the governor who's going to be governor after he steps down to run for president? It
1: would have to. No, 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 no. It governor. would. It, it would go to the lieutenant governor.
3: I know, but but is he telling anybody that that he's really oh, running know. to but, I mean, pull that office? It's, off
1: it's like if he got hit with a truck. I mean, that, she, she, she's got the job.
3: Did you know? Did you know, Peter, that uh, we are one of only two states, us in California, that have human composting. <laughs>
1: I saw that. <laughs> it's not a joke. I know. I saw it's that. It's not a joke. I don't know what's wrong with he it. He never. He uh,
3: never lifted a finger. Oh, he never that's lifted a that, finger that, that You're
1: pushing. You're pushing it out there pretty far. To you know, to do that. No, I'm not no, defending Paulus.
3: Somebody had to let them come in. Well, somebody had to let them come in.
1: Well, I mean, there's there's the, how about the the psychotropic treatments with mushrooms now? And I understand. Right. How I about
3: saying, needle injection sites? Well, how, did he, how
1: did he score on that? Well, well he, he now he were the number one. No, he, patient, he let me the number one. That's one I know about. Go ahead. What happened was after Stefan and myself and Mark Crowley went up there, we came back, and this is one of the things I wish Eric would have done was confront uh, confront uh, the, the heroine Barbie and say, um, L- let me take you up there. I'll pay for your trip. <coughs> oh, there's your dog. I'll pay for your trip, yep. and uh, we'll take a walk the streets. I mean, there's only Albus Brooks is the only other, and I, I don't think Albus is telling you the truth claims that he went up to um, Vancouver, walked around up there, and you could put one of those injection sites next to his house. I, I throw the BS flag, you know, out of my back pocket. You, you couldn't have seen that and said you want it in your neighborhood. But he's just, that's more Albus than anything else. Uh, when it but got he
3: well, also, we, we, got the worst, we got the worst auto theft of any state. Oh, yeah, communion. absolutely.
1: I mean, there's all kinds of things that you could do. do you
3: know, rate. But explain to me, Mark,
1: away. explain to me why she's down double digits. Well,
3: because she's not making the case. That's all I'm trying to do is is in the teams that I used to work, Bill Armstrong, one of the guys I work, that, that you make the case against your opponent. I don't think she's prosecuting the case okay. uh, when he when he ran, when he ran, he based his whole campaign well, on defending civil liberties. Uh,
1: co- uh, listen, but he didn't
3: be... de- he didn't defend Jack Phillips civil liberties.
1: No, but that's my point there. They're, they're in political correctness. There's things that I, I tell you my story again. I've done five fundraisers for jack uh, i i yep. we
3: thank you for doing that no
1: no, no, please we're probably going to go back for another, but he and I would <sighs> would disagree, but my my greater sense is his right is greater than, and so i I tell you honest to God, true story i won 't tell you who it was. I get home after our fourth or fifth fundraiser, and I get a phone call. And this guy says to me that Walker Stapleton is very interested in the Jack Phillips case. I I am not making this up. Yeah, I I remember the story. Music music to my ears. I said, here's what we'll do. I said, um, and I wrote to, you know, big on writing political commercials. I said, but you, let's get Jack Phillips. And I'm sure they got a, a, you know, a Rolls Royce or whatever the hell they drive around and you know. And I said, go get the little Walkerettes and the lovely Mrs. Walker and – Everybody pulls up in front of Jacks, and the little Walkerettes got their piggy banks, and they're taking money into his to fight his legal fight. And and he spins to the camera, and says, "Hi, I'm Walker stapled and I stand with Jack Phillips. Stand with me." Guy said, "That is a that is a great idea, Peter. Guess I I, ne- I swear to you, I never heard back." Remember
3: the ta- I know. Remember the tax proposal that oh, he yeah, had sure. for having our own form of Obamacare here? Sure, of course. That was going to be 11.6%. We sure. would have gone over sure. the taxable rate hey. for California. This guy is not a libertarian no. or a conservative. But he, Polis. but he... And she should be contrasting herself to what this late. guy's actually done.
1: I mean, it's too late. No, you're, I know. You're, I'm you're, just you're, saying, you're, no, Mark, Mark, but you're
3: saying, how do you save the Republican Party? You well, go back to actually pressing the issues.
1: Well, believe it or not, and you know Tom's been through a lot. And before he got ill, uh, we have a, a lunch group that, that, and and I, and a radio, and I'm I, in the lunch group, and I I said to him, Tommy, want you got one more in you? And he said no. I said you got one more in you, yeah. and he said no. So, you know, and he's been through some. I I mean I I I love him. He's a... Yeah, he's a f- Listen, I heard you got somebody I there. I saw him about nine months ago. I I saw he's him about four weeks ago for lunch. Take care. I heard, yeah, I heard somebody. All right, man. Talk to you. All right, we go to – it's RJ. RJ, it's 20 after 11. You're on a radio show. Good morning.
4: Good morning, sir. Morning. I'm on a Bluetooth. Can you hear me all right?
1: Yeah, sure. You're great. Thank you.
4: I right. pulled over before I go in the gym. That way I can have something to think about. While I, work
1: <laughs> I, I already did. I was up at 5 a.m. Go to the gym. Go to the gym.
4: Yeah. Good job, yeah. hey buddy. Uh, real quick, you had Robert Spencer on two or three weeks ago,
1: Had him on again this morning.
4: Okay, well, I'm sorry that I missed that. But do you remember when you had him on a couple weeks ago? When I was listening, he said something like the Iranian government could possibly fall, and if Joe Biden doesn't give them any money, if Joe Biden doesn't cave and give them money, they can possibly fall with the help of their own people rebelling. He Good said
1: it again this job. morning. He said words to that effect this morning.
4: OK, did Biden administrate Did the Biden administration give seven billion dollars for a two gentlemen, a father and a son within the last two weeks?
1: No, but it was, I, it was, I, listen, let me finish. They're they're frozen assets. When Jimmy Carter, when the Shah, when the Shah goes, Jimmy Carter freezes Iranian assets and this goes back into Obama and the Iranians wanted to buy all of this military hardware and the Germans and the French and the, and the British and everybody, they're all ready to sell. So all the American, someone once called it the war machine, went to Barack Obama and said, "We're going to lose all of this money. Let us go." So he—that's the beginning with John Kerry. And I always contend that when John Kerry walked in, the the mullahs had him at a low, and all the Northrop and all the General Dynamics and all those guys—they wanted the seven billion dollars, and they and they got they got it. But there was another deal that went with it. Trump stopped it. He stopped the nuclear deal, the nuclear bombs. And that rises their ire. But now with Biden, and I can speak for what Robert Spencer believes, he believes that the the, the G7, who now is totally backing uh, the Ukrainians, that they want the the Mullahs to stay in power. One of the things that I, I brought from from home was Biden's statement and so Biden is in California, and he is at a college in Irvine. And somebody in the crowd has a picture that says uh, "Free Iran," and Joe Biden in that real stunned out way he speaks, and he said, uh, "I want you to know." I, I yellowed it out so I could read it. I want you to know that we stand with the citizens, the brave women of Iran. Well, what in the five times does that mean? I stand with you. In the meantime. Another, what, $270 billion went to the U- U- Ukrainians. They, if these people are going to topple the Islamic regime and they're crying out for help and their their motto in the street is women, life, and, and freedom, why would not anyone, and I, I think the story's downplayed, Why would downplayed, no, why would we not want to go and help these people?
4: Well, I mean, I'm asking, in at this incident, a, a direct occurrence, there's a father and son team mm. named the the Namazis, huh. starts with an N, like Nebraska, huh. the Namazis. Huh. October 1st, I'm reading an article that billions were released huh. in frozen funds for a father and son named Baklar and Siamax
1: Are they the front? Are they the front? Because the, the money... The the money is their money. I mean, it's the country's money. It was the Shah's money. It was, you know, do with that yeah. as you want. But Jimmy Carter froze that money and threw Iranians out of the country too. Before, you know, if you go back and read, uh, well, nobody throws anybody out. Well, Jimmy Carter did. He threw the Iranians out. Um, I don't have an answer because I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to respond to it.
4: No, I understand, sir. I yeah. just you know no, when no. I heard that last week, and I thought it was a good talking point. Yeah. yeah. I mean you know, I don't know how long seven billion dollars is going to last in Iranian government. I'm sure it's a lot if you're just uh well
1: they're buying they're bearing hard they're <laughs> buying hardware with it they're buying um you know that was what forced the uh, forced obama's hand was the these same arms dealers multinationals they were going to lose it to the French and the Germans, possibly the russians uh maybe the British, and so Obama, in spite of everything. They were working pragmatically for the money, and they, that's where they launched John Kerry, which had to be. If there's ever a comedy sketch, it's John Kerry and the Molas. And you know.
4: Well, I mean, I wonder if they're. I wonder if they're selling their troops to the Russians.
1: Well, they said you see that where the Ukrainian they, 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 um, they, the 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 one thing for sure, the Iranians are very 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 smart, very smart. Uh, I have a friend who said. You know, we taught the world to play chess. Screw with us. <laughs> that was a pretty good comment. You know, like, they taught the world well, to play, play chess. Let's
4: bring out Bobby Fischer, then.
1: Uh, well, by tell you, you know what? I got hooked on this series on Netflix, and, and, it, and it's called Queen's Gambit. If you got nothing to do, and you got Netflix. It's about a young woman who is a chess wizard, and I think it's what well, it is based on Bobby Fischer. But it is... It's really good. It's a great series. It's called The Queen's Gambit. If you get a chance,
4: yeah, I remember. I was my wife was watching it. I walked by and it was uh, it's good. Seeing that she uh, oh, there, there's a scene where she she's catching her opponent training in his hotel room or something against another guy. Oh yeah, that's like that. That,
1: that's true. I mean, all the stuff that I have, I love the call, R.J. Take care, man. Thanks. All right, all right everybody. Twenty six after the hour, and I want to introduce you again to our friends at Peak Financial here in Denver, Tim and Michelle. Now, I just you know, I'm an old guy too, man, and it's like so old guy stuff. And you weren't ready for inflation. You weren't ready for these things, and you're like you got to check out. So here comes peak reverse. And sometimes reverse mortgages are a little confusing. That's why Tim and Michelle are there. That's why they answer your questions. Just start there. But if you find yourself in inflation and all the craziness that you and I are watching, and you need some help, and your the ca- the cash flow and achieving the retirement that you deserve peakreserve.com, Tim and Michelle, and it works. The experts will walk you through the entire process. Up to that, you make up your own mind, peakreserve.com. Since 2006, they're on the job, 303-962-4840, 303-962-4840. Call them up and say, you know, we our home's paid off or we're in great shape, but now this is so expensive for us to live. What can you do to help us? And you'll find Check them out, peakreverse.com, peak 303 962 4840, 962 4840. Morning, everybody. It's 1132, 28 before the hour. The birds are coming up, my favorite show. Saturday, partly cloudy, and 65 will be the high, 62. And Monday, back to work, 67 degrees. It's fall weather right now. Uh, we have one line open, 710 Kane, West Embers, Talk Station, 303 696. Nineteen seventy one. This is Gary You're on a radio show. Good morning.
5: Oh, hi, Pete. Uh, just wanted to let you know I was thrilled to hear you were coming back. Uh huh. because uh like George Brockler, you
1: understand
5: that uh being a talk show is much better than being a listen show, <laughs> which was uh what we suffered through stop, before stop, you came back.
1: Stop, 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 all right. Right.
5: Um, and I, but I'm been a little bit disappointed, Pete. I want to ask you this question. Um, you know, before when you had your regular show, I found it very interesting your opinions on the elections. And it seems like you've been not talking about those, avoiding those. I think. And you did can, you did you miss the last
1: I- did you miss the last hour?
5: Yes, I did. Well, were then, you talking about the elections. Yes, we were. Okay. Is, and I know before uh, you left your full-time gig, your viewpoint was, uh, you you know, you're pulling for the Republicans, but you think they're in for a, a disappointment. Is that kind of where you're that's exactly at where, on that
1: topic? It's exactly where I am. It's going to be a rough November, and, um, and when I'm asking people this morning, the responses have been interesting. Do you have any hope for the Colorado GOP in November? If so, why? If not, why? And the answers have been pretty much everybody kind of sees it that way. So sad, but true
5: about nation- how do you feel about nationally? Uh, do you think they'll take the house and the Senate?
1: I think, you know, 18 months ago, you was the, when people talked about the tsunami, the tidal wave, the red tsunami, that's not going to happen. Uh, and principally because of Trump and the, and the Trump crazies and putting up people like Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz and, you know, and then, then what? Hear what they've done to Joe O'Day. That's all done. It was, they, you know, they murdered the baby in the crib. They, they destroyed him, and it was all done by the Democrats it didn't do. It. it was all done by the their quote fellow Republicans, the, the crazy Tina Peters people. So, having said that, uh, I don't know the outcome. I think it's going to be a lot tighter than people said a year ago, or you know, ten months ago. But I think all of this insanity that's raised its ugly head again and again and again is doing nothing, and especially after Roe v. Wade. And from my reading, suggesting that, you know, across the country, young women who never voted before are going to the uh, registering to vote, principally to vote against Republicans. Now, I don't know if it's true or not, but I certainly have read it. Here in Colorado, like I said, they they, they were stillborn. They, They murdered their own children in the cribs. And so when they go out yep. now, um, yep. and and, and uh, it's the Samson, it's the Samson effect.
5: Uh, Pete, I, I read in the uh, New York Times this morning that of the 550 Republicans that are uh, nationwide that are running, 70% of yeah. them are elected deniers. deniers. and
1: they're all going to get beat. I mean, the, the middle, yeah. I mean, it's like watching the Colorado Republican Assembly, and they put out Tina Peters and Hanks and all these loons. But the and they're all trying to control that with a primary. But when the primary came, you know, better, smarter, more reasonable people put in Pam Anderson. They put in Joe um, because, and this is why the the crazy Republicans want to control the um, the whole primary voting process, so they can keep. Remember, these people wanted Tina Peters to be on the ballot. The woman's been indicted for God's sake. Uh, they wanted this guy that shoots high-powered rifles at copy machines. They wanted him on the ballot, so they're doing. And again, I've said it too many times. It's called the Samson effect. And so they tear, they will tear the building down on top of themselves, and scream, "We won!" And um, so I don't, I don't know. They've done this. They've done this to these people already. Pam Anderson is a wonderful, wonderful, good woman and should win. But they, they fanged her. I mean, when I first put her on the show, I mean, she, I, I, I got text messages and email from people that I find just despicable and they, they wanted to wreck that woman what good would it do? Then you do get you know, the woman you don't like I mean, it, 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 Gary I'm, I'm just befuddled by the buffoonery and the insanity of the crazy 20-30% of the Republican Party, but they ruined it they wrecked it, and on that terrible day on the 8th of uh, November you can point to them and say thank you
5: yeah, Pete, on uh, the Alex Jones uh, oh, verdict, oh, what what, oh. what do you think that port? What do you think that portends uh, watch. for watch law, law, lawsuits related watch. to? Uh, I'm not, I got they they uh, I've been
1: muzzled by the people I work for. My only answer to the Alex Jones is hide and watch. I got to go. Thank you. Right. 303-696-1971. Study show. By the way, lines are open, 303-696-1971. Studies show the risk factors for heart attacks and diabetes and dementia increase as our hormones and metabolism decline like mine. It's clear keeping your hormones at optimal levels is vital for ideal health and helps reduce body fat, improve muscle tone, energy levels, cognitive ability, and sexual function. I I locked out, man. I found Dr. McCallum, and she came into the radio studio like, I don't know, 11 years ago, I'm trying to remember, and she just said all the right things, and I became a patient and a believer, and we've kind of grown together, the clinic and me because of her. And now Dr. Watts at Synogenics and helped you get all this stuff put back together. I can't urge you enough, man. Um, call them. So, Michelle answers the phone. 720-387-3681. 720-387-3681. And visit the website at denver.cinogenics.com and they'll give you all. I mean, the, the complimentary food allergy test is a gimme. But just go and see them. <laughs> They're just terrific. And the life changers, and believe what they say, and, they'll, and it'll be on the level. 720 387 3681. 720 387 3681. Do we need to take a break, my boy? We need to take a break. Let's take the pause and go back, and then lines are full, 710K in US. Here we go. It is 1142, 18 before the hour, 710K in U.S. I'm Peter Boyles. Good morning, everybody. 65 will be the high, and then 62 Sunday, and Monday, 67 degrees. We're back here next Saturday. And the shoot this week, we do it on Wednesday, the one and only, Jerry Bell. 303-696-1971. Quick response to the wall. Peter, Samson won for God's people. You make a connection to Samson, bringing the enemy's walls down and causing victory for the people. If so, the people win. No, it's the model. It's like there's a Pearl Harbor model, and it happened on 9-11. And it just goes on and on and on. Um, there are models that run through history. God doesn't play out in this at all. It's just the model.
6: We go to Mrs. Wolf.
1: I like your name. Mrs. Wolf. you're on the show.
6: Oh, you used to know my husband. Um... Which which one? Which one? John Wolfe from KVOD. Oh my
1: heavens!
6: Oh well, uh, sure. He had Alzheimer's, and he's been gone since two thousand six. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. And he was a... I don't like those. Well, he was a neat person, but but your friend, uh, you had the the thing last week about. You turn I your radio down, please. I your
1: your radio's bleeding
6: right through. Well, to turn your radio. I'm... Down. I'm 89, so I don't remember names real well. But you
1: mean Alan Berg? Alan
6: Berg. Okay. Alan Berg made a remark about my husband one time, and my friend, who was a school teacher was so mad at him. <laughs> now, whether he did it on, as fun or what, I don't know. It's none of my. I don't care at okay. this point. All right. But uh But anyway, well, what, I go I've to Just party. What,
1: what was the remark? I want to know what the remark was because your husband was a good oh. guy.
6: Yeah. I don't remember okay. what he said. It was something negative. Okay. All right. And my friend that was a school teacher said, oh, I don't like him. He was <laughs> talking about John. Okay. But uh, anyway, I go to Tea Party meetings. And uh, the last one was the old combination with the Jefferson County Library. And there was a man sitting next to me that was an engineer. And I don't agree with him either because I don't believe in nuclear power plants because uh, I think – some idiot like Pukin could blow him up and start the whole world aflame. Um, but anyway, we didn't agree on that. But there was a young man at the end of our table who inspects voting machines, and he said they can all be manipulated. Well, and his that, job That's not the, true, ma'am. Well, that's what he says. Well, these people told the, you they're, the, they're connected.
1: They're connected the, to the Internet. Not, not one of them is connected to the Internet.
6: Well, this man, I, I don't know. He had a tablet in front of it. Okay. But the engineer next to me says, that guy is smart. Okay. He's not smart. He's brilliant. Okay. But I think I was very inspired by that man. Okay. And the whole setup. But anyway, that's all I have to say.
1: Well, you're a lovely woman. Thank you. Be safe.
6: Well, um, I'm, well I'll tell you another thing. All um, right. My grandmother, in 1932, wanted my mother to have an abortion. She wouldn't do it, so it's all her fault.
1: Where were they going to do it? Where were they going to abort anyone in 1932?
6: Probably with coat hangers. Yeah. But my grandmother was a good Presbyterian, but she didn't think my mother needed another child, and I'm that child. All right. I I never had abortions because I had five children, but anyway— I feel very blessed that I am alive and I have any brains left, and hmm. and uh, I don't know. Take I'm not afraid to die, that's and her. that's another thing I'm glad about. So me anyway. neither. And
1: you know what? Your your husband was a good man.
6: So oh there. well, he was. Someone was telling me about a man she knew that was just good through and through. I said, "Well, you didn't know my husband." Yeah, in he his was a good heyday.
1: guy. He, you know, I met. He him loved I, his. I met him with Jean Abel. That's where I met your husband. Yeah. Yeah.
6: And they they a long story they hired me and he got the job and it's hmm. a long story but it was interesting gene Ayman was a good man too. Oh, yeah. but was one great. thing i wish they had sold their their station to the employees and we would still have it today and it would still be as wonderful as it was well, it
1: was kvod it was so. a different it was a different time and and gene was uh oh. gene was a one-of-a-kind he was And that's through through John. I met. That's right. Gene and
6: Ed were good, uh and Gene was in D Day. He lived through D Day. Actually,
1: he isn't. He was in Patton's army. I had plenty of conversations with him. Uh, He and uh, former the former mayor uh, Bill McNichols. They were both infantry soldiers with George Patton, and uh,
6: my husband's brother was too. Yeah, that's oh. They were, so, they, were anyway. good, they were good men.
1: They were good men, strong men. Yeah.
6: Well, there are good men in this world. I have a niece that says, all men are bad. I said, no, they're not. No, they're not.
1: So, neither, And all women so. aren't bad.
6: <laughs> no, well, nobody's no. all bad. Mrs. there Wolf, are lousy people in this world.
1: Mrs. Wolf, I, I shake your hand. You're you're terrific. You, you take care of yourself.
6: All right? Thank you. I am. Thank you, Bye-bye. man. Bye-bye. All right, bye.
1: All right, we go to Joan. Joan, you're on a radio show. Good morning. Back to back. Thank you. 1148. Joan, Pete to Joan, Joan to Pete. All right. Your rodeo doc. Here's the rodeo doc. The rodeo doc has sent me many, many text messages. My doc. Good morning, man. Thanks for coming on the Well,
7: good morning, Peter. Good Morning, brother. And we we have disagreed over those messages, okay. but I'm calling about something very different today. And I've I've enjoyed having you back. Uh, well, thank you for you. being back on radio. Thank you. Um. My wife and I have uh, purchased uh, the more expensive tickets for Rescue Colorado. Okay. And so as I'm listening this morning, I- I'm left with the idea that I've wasted my money. You should, you'll, you'll get a
1: call and get your money back, the best of my knowledge. I don't, I'm not here every day now, but uh, there were whatever. Well,
7: no, 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 no. You're, you're misunderstanding. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, as, I, as I've listened to the show today, I, I'm left with the feeling from, from everything that's been talked about today, and including, uh, you know, the opinions you've shared with us, that I've wasted my money on, on supporting Rescue Colorado, that there's generally just no hope for any of these people. And why bother? What well, do you think there is? Somebody I'll, to work I'll, for.
1: I'll turn it. I mean, do you believe that the Republican Party is going to do well in November in Colorado?
7: Um, you know, ultimately, I hope they will. I know, but don't. But you're not a realist. Qu- that's you're not a realist. You're asking me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do not expect massive success on their part. I'm hoping for at least one. Uh, which one? But my qu- um You know, I, I think I think that Pam has the best
1: chance. You know, the 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 this, uh, this Denver Post endorsed her to this morning or yesterday. I'm not sure. Here's who I think. I think Buck will win. And Lamborn will win, but remember the crazies tried to cut Lamborn's throat, and they they oh, failed. Sure. All right, so they sure. I think I think so, Buck, Buck wins and Lamborn wins. I have hope for Eric, and I have hope uh, for you, what you and I were talking about. That Pam Pam Anderson Doc is a wonderful woman, and Jenna Griswold yes. is frightening. And so,
7: yeah, absolutely. Uh, but but I, I want to get back to my question, okay, sure. basically. In your opinion, uh, have I wasted my money in trying to I don't have one. rescue Colorado, I, I, Doc? I don't have one. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, well, I don't. I don't have an
1: opinion. Um, okay,
7: you've had an opinion all morning long about the idea that this is a waste that we no, should be I, involved. No, 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 no.
1: Well, that's not what I said. I said,
7: well, the, "No, you didn't use those no, words." No. That's the tone of the show I'm getting. Well, and, and I so come I'm back concerned. to you. You're
1: being being honest in a being near me, and you. Do you really expect the Republican Party to do well in Colorado in November?
7: Uh, generally speaking, other than what you and I just spoke about, I don't. Okay, that I don't, don't something that. that. All right,
1: so then why did you give them your money?
7: Um, I believe that, uh, like my time in Vietnam, my service was honorable and the cause was worth engaging in.
1: Mm. You know that's you know why would you give them your money, not your life and not your but your money?
7: Because I believe the causes is worth engaging okay. in, even well, if it only helps Pam, okay. but but the, but the show seems to give me the impression that I'm I'm wasting my time and I'm hopeless.
1: Huh? I, well, it's your call. It's your money. It's your wallet. Oh uh, yeah. But my my view of the world, and I've watched it since before Walker Stapleton. Um, what was the great line from the Oak Ridge Boys that, you know, it, it was a long hill slide and she was just sliding in? I mean, I, I, that's, that's really one of my. They did. They said she, she was a long hill slide and she was just sliding in, and um, and it's. Uh, hey, by the way, when when you when you worked in in rodeo, who what yeah. did what did you do? I, I'm running I'm out sports, of time.
7: I'm, sp- I'm a sports medicine doc and wow. uh, I took. Took care of cowboys, cowgirls and, and uh I still volunteer at them. That's a that's a twenty plus year effort oh, on man. my part. Well what love the, the rodeo. Oh
1: you love the damned old rodeo as much as he loves me. <laughs> did you did you, did. did you travel?
7: Uh when I practiced in California I would cover oh, close to thirty rodeos a wow. year. Wow. Uh, here in castle rock i've kind of tended to work uh elizabeth uh, castle rock you know i state
1: i, 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 I rode in elizabeth i tried to
7: lose Liz- Liz- elizabeth is the yeah. best rodeo in the state I, I and and you know that's saying something given that we've got no. the uh the january show
1: oh yeah no elizabeth when i went to bull Rine school and uh and we just lost jerome and uh, Elizabeth had called Elizabeth days or something. I forget, but it was like, um, yeah, I mean, those guys did. did so do you go back to like Jim shoulders and all of, all of those legends?
7: Uh, you know, I got involved with rodeo. I grew up in Western Montana, so okay. I've been around the, right. the culture and, and that kind of stuff forever. Uh, however, uh, I got formally involved in rodeo, uh, about 92. Wow. So I kind of missed those guys, but, you know, I've had, I've worked on Joe Beaver oh, and Tough heat Tough is
1: and, welcome. Uh, Donny Gay? Uh,
7: I know who Donny Gay is. Okay. I've never treated right. him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Hawkeye. Uh, it's,
7: been, Haw- it's been awesome.
1: Hawkeye, Monty. Hent. Did you ever do, did you work Cheyenne? Say again? Did you work in Cheyenne for Frontier Days?
7: I have never worked Cheyenne. It it would be a dream. I don't oh, know man. if I'll ever get to it. I've, I've got a couple of bucket list rodeos,
4: oh,
1: sure.
7: Cheyenne, Calgary, Houston, um, and uh, uh, the one in Oregon, the big deal in Oregon. Pendleton. Pendleton, thank you kindly. No, oh, yeah, that's I, a killer rodeo, well, and there's some great, great well, books about that. Baxter Black wrote one. You know
1: Baxter Pass, did you know that?
7: i do yeah. yeah i do and and mr rodeo here in colorado uh he just recently passed he yeah. was a big deal down in the uh pikes peak bus yeah. rodeo i'm
1: gonna get banged on here to get out of this this door right. listen <laughs> then look this door is always open and you know i i uh, i love your texting they're always you're, you're a smart man and you take care of yourself doc we'll meet yes, someday we'll, sh- we'll handshake all right everybody you too sir thank you um that's it. We're out of time. I will do it again next Saturday and the truth deals off the bottom of the deck and so if you say, Oh, your radio damages people, your radio show, it doesn't damage anybody. If you're well smart, it's not how can that not be your fault? Take care of yourselves. Thanks, Blake, you did a good job